Alright, welcome into Speaking Socks, episode 4. I'm Aiden. I'm Ben, and we have uh, a special guest today, my brother John. Uh, John, welcome to Speaking Socks. Welcome in. Thank you, gentlemen. It's really great to be here with this uh, great podcast and these true uh, you know, true baseball fans. It's great to be here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, we've got a good one in store for you guys. Um, spring break kind of broke up our schedule a little bit, but we're back. Great we're to be, be back. Yeah, great to be back. Very excited. Maybe we might start pumping out three pods, four mm. pods a week. Who knows? Um, daily coverage coming up for yeah, the regular daily season. daily coverage. Very excited for the regular season. Obviously, um, I think the last pod, they were still in a lockout. Now mm-hmm. we're out. Out of the lockout, free agency has come and is still going on. Um, a lot of the big moves already happened. A lot for the Sox going on, and, and let's just go right into it. Um, Trevor Story, mm-hmm. shortstop from the Colorado Rockies, signs with the Red Sox as a free agent. Six years, $140 million. What are our reactions to that? I love this move Done. for so many reasons. Um, it shows that, that Heim's ready to spend the money that he needs to. Uh, Henry's yeah. ready to spend the money on the Red Sox again. Yeah, which I, we weren't, we weren't think, sure if he was. I think this is proof that our theory that he was saving money last year to buy the Penguins. Yeah. I think it's proof that after he did that, now he's ready to start spending on the Red Sox again. So, um, yeah. yeah, I love the move. Uh, Jack, what do you think? You know, I love Trevor's story. I think he's a great player. Big power um, bat, yeah. He's a true prime athlete right now. He's in the prime of his career. Yep. Um, unlike a few other free agent signings that we'll get into later mm. on. But, yeah. uh, you know, some late big numbers. We'll leave it at that. But uh, For sure. You know, he just Trevor feels Slayer, like a Red I mean, Sox. He Trevor feels like Story, a Red Sox. Great player, young player, and he's going to be here for probably a vast majority of the remainder of his career. So. Yeah, and, agree. And, and definitely, I mean, a guy, you look at him, he's a righty, and he's a pure power hitter. Um, he, he's a big pull guy also, and, and you look at the green monster, and he hits those balls. He's built to hit a Fenway. Yeah, I mean, he's going to... He might he might be up at thirty five homers, yeah. you know, um, depending on how he plays this year. But he definitely has forty home run potential in that stadium, um, and and he's a great like I said he's a great asset. Now the big thing with the move, um, I, I love it, but he's gonna have to play second base, you know. Yep. Um, do you think? Do you see that as an issue? I mean, obviously we had Christian Arroyo last year, uh, and then Kike a little bit as well. But defensively, we were never all that spectacular at second. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Uh, and we just didn't have the bat there either. Um, now you have the bat there, and maybe the defensive is, again, an issue. But maybe you make up with that with JBJ in the outfield. Well, you know, I think you could also make up for the lack of defense at second by potentially moving Xander over to second. Yeah. I think that's not out of the equation at all. And, you know, he's an, he's an unselfish uh, leader. Um, face of the franchise right now. So I think I think Xander will do whatever it takes to to have a good season this year and run it back. Um, another thing about Xander that this deal involves is in the event that we lose him, we now have someone to take his place. I don't think we'll lose him, but it is a possibility. I also didn't think that we'd lose Mookie Betts, so uh, just prepare for that potentially. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great point. Um, where do you see the lineup um, for the Sox being this year? I mean, just looking at Roto Champ here, what they have projected, they have Kike first, yep. uh, Rafi at, uh, hitting second, Xander third. J.D. Martinez, fourth, Trevor, fifth, um, Verdugo, sixth, Bobby Dalback seven, and Christian Christian Vasquez, eight, and then Jackie Bradley Jr. at ninth. I agree with that um, 100%. That? Outside of, I would put Rafi at two, uh, swap him with Xander. So put so Xander at Xander two, two, Rafi at three, and then J.D. hit and clean up at four. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Honestly, um, I would like to see Verdugo become more of a... Uh, 
uh, leadoff hitter just because he also brings a little bit of pop, which I think we, we used a lot with Kyle Schwarber, and now obviously we lost him. But if we can retain that pop out of the, the, the leadoff guy, um, I think Verdugo has more pop prote- more pop potential mm-hmm. than Kike does. Uh, I know Kike hit more homers than him last year, but Verdugo's still young, and he's still growing into the player that he'll, uh, he'll end up becoming. One thing I will say about that is I would rather have Verdugo lower in the lineup than Kike. Like, I think Kike needs to be higher up in the lineup. Or else he's going to lose his spot. Whereas, yeah. okay. I think Dugo can deal with being 6, 7, 8 around there. Yeah, I like and I, I like the idea of having Story at 5th. Um, just in case JD can't, can't do the job, you got Story to clean it up um, after him at 5th. And mm-hmm. then if you need Verdugo to do the job at 6th. And then maybe even if Bobby Dalbeck isn't the guy... Um, that the the Sox think he is this year, then Tristan Casas, the prospect, our number one prospect, can come up. And if he's a big bat, then who knows? Maybe he gets um, boosted up in that lineup at five or six. Um, you never know what some of these guys come in. Like Michael Chavis a couple years ago came in and was just raking. I mean, it didn't last long, mm-hmm. but he was raking. Uh, you never know. I think this lineup is very good, though. And I do agree, we were just talking about it, that JBJ could be a piece to this team on defense, even if he hurts as a bat. Just because there's so much... Um, With the addition of story, yeah. you just have so much pop in the so lineup. So much pop in the lineup, I agree. Jack, how do you see this lineup? You know, I, I think it's a great lineup. I really do, Ben. Um, I think that the one struggle that we will have is Xander Bogarts, man. I think him and Story are going to go head-to-head battling who's going to play shortstop. And yeah. I think that's really going to be I could see that being an issue. Because Xander can't hit when he's not playing short. I don't know what it is. Go to the advanced mm-hmm. stats No, you're right. Yeah. When he plays 30, he hits like 150. Yeah. It's horrible. That was also so his rookie year when he's playing third. He, he's played third since then. I know, you know I know, but so come on. you know what I'm saying. He he also hit horribly in that World Series. I think that set him and, back quite a yeah. bit. You know, it's a bunch of things. I don't know. Story's a stud coming in. It's not like he's yeah. some schmuck coming in. And yeah. Just like well, he's also joining play. Xander's team. I would say he is. So I, I would I mean I would yeah. honestly argue that Story should be joining the Red Sox with the understanding. Oh, I am on Xander's team. I'm no. going to take the change. Yeah, it's like A-Rod going to the Yankees. Like yeah, he's, right. He wanted exactly. to play short, but exactly. yeah, third. All right, so hopefully that happens. But what if, the, what if the signing turns up to it turns now, into a little problem? Well, if it turns knows? into a little problem, and then God forbid Xander leaves, we now have his replacement. All right, hey, yes. there it is. Well, now, what do you think about um, going Kike 1 in the lineup, then going Trevor Story 2, uh, Devers, or, um, Xander 3, Rafi 4, and then... Uh, moving JD down to fifth. What would you prefer that, or you prefer? I, I would have no have problem with that. Yeah, that JD hitting five. I I like that a little bit more, just because Story has a little bit of speed under him, and if you can get one of those top two guys on, maybe a steal, a bunt, whatever it is, um, get him over, uh, advance the runner. Whereas if Rafi gets on, he's not really going to do much for you in the speed depart- uh, department. Um, but I, I do like what what this lineup is looking like at uh, this right now. To to your point, pushing JD down to five. What adding story does, it just opens up so many options. Yeah, for there's them. a lot of options. Like in, in yes. the case that JD Martinez takes a step back, which I don't think he will, but it's very possible. Um, they have another big bat. Uh, Jack, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, Bobby Dahlback at seven could be the sneakiest thirty home runs in the seventh yeah. hole. That's what I'm saying. If he MLB. if he hits, that could be like the craziest. I think the Red Sox could be scoring ever. twelve <laughs> runs yeah. a game. I'm saying, well, if he this, this if, if he if he stinks, still yeah, stinks, exactly. But like, if he stinks, then you know we move on. We go to the prospect, whatever. Maybe we make a deadline move. If he does hit. Then that's a guy at seven in the lineup. Just that's very a, rotten. That's addition, very right? yeah, a lot of power. And this know? is this is the kind of lineup where a prospect could grow. So say oh, Dahlbeck, 
Less pressure uh, on him. He had a, we could, what was he getting? Fifth at some point last yeah. year, sixth. Yep. I mean, it's a lot of pressure. Like um, our age. Like, yeah. This yeah. could <laughs> definitely. This could definitely help his development. Um, moving on though, um, let's get into our favorite and least favorite MLB free agent signings around the league. Um, this isn't just the Red Sox, but could be included here. Um, I'll start first. I really like Luke Voigt to the Padres. Um, that's that's probably one of my favorite moves. Not necessarily maybe my favorite, but one of my favorite. Um, I think this Padres lineup uh, at times lacks uh, a little bit of pop. And yeah. they, they want Tatis to make it up and, and Hosmer. But, you know, the, you can't always rely on those guys. You need more pop. You need more pop than not, especially in this MLB. Um, that's what Trevor Story adds to the Sox. And that's what Voight adds to the, adds to the Padres. I mean, that's another bat that not only could he get you 30 home runs a year, but he'll also he'll be a reliable guy where he's, he's going to put the ball deep deep into the outfield and, and maybe even get you a sack fly. Like he, he's a power mm-hmm. guy that um, is more reliable than a lot of the guys that are that you can get for the value that they got him for. And I really like what he adds to the Padres, who are a team that, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to be knocking on the on the World Series door last, last year, and, and they just didn't produce as well. I mean, Tatis got hurt, and he is hurt this year to start, I believe, a, a wrist injury or a forearm injury. But, I mean, this could be a team that, if they could hit without Tatis by the time he comes back, could be a very dangerous team. I really like that move. Yeah, um, this isn't necessarily... What a, what a bozo. Sorry, yeah, a- absolute like, guys, idiot. What's he doing? What is he doing? Yeah, what, what is he doing? Did we, did we know series? how he got hurt? Like, he motorcycle accident. Yeah, oh, really? And he lied about it Definitely. for oh, wow. too. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that is not a good look. He like lied about me. it for a few months. And then she just showed up to... To yeah, camp and like, play oh, a broken look. wrist. Oh, yeah. wow. like delayed surgery and something. That's not a good look. No, but uh, get, getting back to the free agency. Team, yeah. Team. Um, this isn't necessarily the move that I thought was the best. The best I would say was probably Freddie going to the Dodgers, yeah. or maybe even I wrote this one down. Carlos Rodon going to the Giants. Yes, I really I like really, that yes, one. I really I like that one. I really. But agree. my favorite would be Kyle Schwarber joining the Philadelphia Phillies. I think this is a a win now move. Um, I think yes, he was. Yeah, I think he's a sure. perfect fit there. And we predicted um, him to go we did, there. We did we, predict. We that. didn't get the pot out in time, um, so we just scrapped it. But yes, we we, we came up with um, free agency predictions, and that was one of the predictions that we both had. And what what I love about this movie, eight, eighty two and eighty last season. What, what you say? You drop thirty more home runs. You have a, a ninety to maybe even a hundred win team. Oh yeah. So I think this is a perfect move. Um, you know, and the DH yeah. being across both leagues now. That's huge for this move because Schwarber's not the best fielder in the world, but he has a, an amazing bat, so I think it was perfect for the yeah, Phillies. This guy's an automatic bat. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. He can bat leadoff for them. Yeah. He, he oh, yeah. did that in the playoffs. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He was his best at that, at that spot. Uh, all Even I'm, for the all I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised by a Philadelphia-Boston uh, World Series this year. They're going to wow. be good. I mean, they got they got Castellanos as well. It's going to be a good team. Really let's, good pitching staff. Let's well. hope we make it out of the AL East. Yeah, yeah, it's so, going to be – no, but that's the thing about baseball. We don't know. We don't know. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised by a, a Phillies, uh, Blue Jays World Series, uh, uh, Yankees, Phillies nah, World Yanks. Series. <laughs> um, what about you, Jack? You, you have anyone in mind? Well, Ben, you mentioned something about the um, Freddie Freeman deal. Yep. Um, I think that guy's a sellout, man. I really do. I don't like him. I, I didn't like the move. Is that I think, right? I think he's a traitor. <laughs> I, think, St- I think sticking up for Atlanta, Jack sticking <laughs> hey, up for Atlanta. Hey man, you know ATL fans. Twenty six years, no World Series, wins him one. Oh my, like bounces. Come on. At least he won one. He hey. did do it. He did do it. 
but you know he was the face of it. He, yeah. he was the guy that was there the whole time during that drought. He's true. the modern yeah. player there. So yeah. I think he's just a sellout. I don't like the move. Yeah, he is the kind of guy that if he were to stick there, he'd probably have a statue there one day. I mean, agreed. Exactly. There's he no might still get a statue. He might still get a statue. I disagree. No statue for him. No, but I, no, I, I do agree. It was a bit Akuna of a, gets a statue. It now. was a bit of a stab in the back. Yeah. Th- thankfully, they did handle it very well, adding in Chapman, who I was hoping the Red uh, Sox uh, would uh, sign. Olsen. Sneaky. Oh, I'm sorry, Olsen. Olsen. That was a great the, move. What, what a beast Olsen is. That's a great move. Um, moving on to our uh, least favorite signings. I'm going to go Chris Bryant um, on a seven-year, $182 million contract to the Colorado Rockies. Um, now, this is something I don't really get that much uh, from the Rockies' perspective. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I they mean, really don't. They, they don't trade Trevor Story at the deadline, which is a great opportunity to get some value, some prospects in a guy that has probably been one of the best on your teams in, in the last 10 years, 5, 10 years. He's and been their best player the last decade. Yeah, and you, you, don't, get, you don't get the value from him. Um, which doesn't make sense to me. You let him walk. I mean, good for us. The Sox get him. But just in general, what are you doing? You don't get the value from him. You don't know what you're doing. Then you sign Chris Bryant to high. a huge contract. And, like, I just don't see why you do it. Another thing that I don't understand, maybe from Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant gets the bag. I understand. He he could have inflated numbers in Colorado with, with the altitude. Yep, exactly. And and he gets a lot of money. Win-win for him. I yeah, don't know, it, ma- it makes a know. lot of sense from the player's perspective, obviously. Yeah. But but as a Rocky, it doesn't make any sense to me. And another what? thing I want to mention. What the hell are the Colorado yeah. Rockies doing? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the move. I love, the move. I love the move. I really do, Diz. I'm sorry to disagree with are you, you sure? man, Okay. I, I, I don't know. It's something about it. It's this something. is why you're a guest and not a regular host. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> It's all right. I'll be on once in a while. But Chris Bryant, he was a great center stone piece to the to the Cubs World Series. Yeah, he was. But made the final play. The grin on his face. No, you no, saw I, it? Come I, on. I agree that he's an all time great player. Yeah, he's gonna years old. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Thirty. No, but this is the kind of move I would understand if you had well, yeah. kept Trevor Story. Yeah. Well, here's all here's right. here's my issue with it. You see, I don't know if any of you guys have Carlos Correa as your favorite or least favorite move. But you see what they did with what the Twins did with Carlos Correa. They gave him a what three-year deal, something short, yeah. with a lot of money per year. Yep. Uh, John Heyman deal, which is his agent, and it makes sense. I mean, one, if they're good, he sticks around, maybe resigns. If they're not good, they probably sell him at the deadline, one, two years in, and they get a boatload of prospects. It works for them. It makes yeah. sense for a team that's probably rebuilding. Maybe if Byron Buxton stays at the level he played at this year before he got hurt, that could be a really good like. Strong. It could team. be a surprise yeah, team this year. If Miguel Sano gets going again, you know, you never know. But what I'm saying is, why doesn't Chris Bryant do one of those? And then he can get. He's more of a candidate to get traded at the deadline. Go to another uh, World Series potential team and have another shot at a World Series. You got a seven-year, 182 million dollar contract. Nobody wants to touch that. Yeah. He's going to be in probably Colorado for the rest of his life. Probably miserable, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he's, I think he's going to regret it. Yeah, I really. Just it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money, and, there, and this was probably honestly his—I don't want to say his last big payday because if he did take a three-year deal, he would have gotten another big payday. But like, this is a huge payday. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a lot of money. This is a lot of money. Twenty-six annuals, a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, that's a big pay. But what if they build around him somehow? Agreed. I mean, he's not then done you would yet. be right. He's you not would done be right. Yet. He's not. Once he gets to thirty-five, fine. A right. Terrible deal. Once he's thirty-five. Yeah. Like. Like horrible top deal. five worst deal in baseball. I just, I, I, I don't I, know. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> for for my worst, I don't I don't know the term on this deal. I don't know the money on this deal. All I know is 
This is a horrible decision on the player's part. Say a Suzuki going to the Cubs. What the hell are yeah. you doing? Oh, man. What, was... what are his representatives doing letting him choose the Cubs? Yeah, that was, that was really like, good. Well, why are you not in Boston? We have yeah. a, another thing. We have a history with, yeah. um, with uh, Japanese players. Um, uh, Koji, Koji, I believe, said this is his favorite team uh, he ever played Tazawa. on. Play, uh, Tazawa was another yeah. one. I just, I, I, mean, I thought did. it was... We, we threw Tazawa's well, not, arm out, Ben. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's maybe why. Maybe he doesn't I, like us. I really thought that it was it was going to be a perfect fit. Um, I really don't understand why. And it was reported, I believe, before the lockout. I don't know what. Obviously, something changed with him choosing the Cubs. It, it was it was nearly a lock for him to go to the Red Sox. So I really don't understand the move. I think the Cubs just blow. <laughs> they're they're absolutely horrible. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting move. Um, God bless Bill Murray because he's also, never yeah. going to see another championship. <laughs> um, you, got the one. you got any other? Uh... So I think I actually messed up my um, the the order I oh you went least, I okay. went I went least first. It's all right. So my favorite is going to be Trevor Story to the Red Sox. Huge yeah. Red Sox fan. Have to go. We, with we like I like that. Move static over. about it. It was awesome. Yeah. No, I, was, I woke up to that news. It made my day. If you could, yeah. if you could boost his average up and be like a. 290, 285 hitter yeah. instead of like a 270, 260. Then, yeah. I mean, then we really hit a home run I, there. I, I really agree. And he needs to just get up. He needs to get past the 150 hit mark. That's like mm-hmm. the really big thing. And I think Fenway Park will really help him out with that. For sure. He's just yeah. built to hit at Fenway. It is. It's a perfect I mean, fit. you know how many balls he's going to hit that hit off the hit off the green monster? I, I'm not, I think, I think the Red Sox are going to be the highest scoring team in baseball this year. I also think that we're going to be yeah, giving up. not put it past us. Giving yeah. up the most runs. Just, does Story have some like, speed? Or he, has yeah, a lot of speed. he can steal wow. a bag. So he can steal a bag in a big moment. There, yeah. He's, he's a complete. <laughs> he's a complete baseball down. player. He, he is perfect for the Red Sox. I love the move so much. Good. And um, moving on to our last topic, uh, like we talked about in the beginning for a second, the lockout has finally ended for the MLB, and part of that negotiation process was banning the shift. And so now you ban the shift. And we talked about it, or I think the second episode we made yeah. was ban the shift in yeah. all caps. Uh, please listen to it if you haven't. Great pod. Um, but I mean, Some of our best work. Yeah, some of our best work for sure. Or the Sunflower Seed one. I mean, that was really <laughs> But um, you ban the shift. What does that mean for Red Sox lineup, for the Red Sox lineup this year? I think, it's, I think it's just enhances what is already great. I think even if the shift was still in this year, uh, they would be absolutely raking, but Without it, they're just going to be even more so. So, um, I think the Red Sox are going to be absolutely electric this season. Uh, just so much, as we said earlier, so much pop in the lineup. Uh, just so much power. I, I, and I think this is going to make Raffi. I think Raffi might hit 310. 310 plus yeah. this year. We're going to see some 300 hitters this year for sure. Shift's definitely going to be a part of that. I think that's going to be the biggest influence of the shift being banned. Yeah, is, and also Raffi's going to hit 310 the, plus. Yeah, the outfield shifts and what Fenway does. Because kind of that effect kind of went away a little bit for a couple of years um, with with that corner and the, and the green monster there. You know, like that's double that's doubles alley right there. Mm-hmm. And you can't have uh, shifts anymore. It's definitely going to – defenses can't play into now, it. Now, if, if we want to flip it a little bit, how does this affect us defensively? I don't think it affects us at all defensively. Well, well what if JB getting JBJ was I part think, of that? I think that, you know, you, that, that is case, a good point. Heim that, is, Heim's a big, big Heim, guy, yeah. Heim is really Smart winning guy. me over this, this offseason. Yeah. Um, it's just I, I was kind of crapping all over him uh, a month ago, but he's really winning me over right now. I mean, it's well, it's the same thing we're doing on Belichick until he probably trades for like yeah, until he makes a big deal. But <laughs> until Brady that bill, like, come on, get off yeah. the boat. Heim's the guy. Time in, to make in a trade. Let's right go. Now and, and and I think he's yeah, the guy I'm loving Heim. 
Jack, um, how do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think Fenway is like the most beneficial probably yeah. ballpark yeah. to be like yep, for this right. new rule yep. to take place. Um, I think it's just so uniquely set up in mm-hmm. like how how like versatile you can yeah. be as a and you play into your. It's strengths. astonishing to me it's how crazy. still after all these years. No team, not even the Yankees, know how to play defensive Fenway. Yeah, yeah exactly. no one can figure it out. Exactly. And like some people's careers have like actually like changed and they become all star hitters. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. How about David Ortiz? David Ortiz the, became oh, yeah. a first ballot. He became the greatest DH famous. of all time based on playing <laughs> in a new ballpark. You know. It, so I think yeah. all this being said, and no, no more shift. I think it, I think it, it's outstanding yeah. for their line. Yeah, so uh, I'd say overall, a really good pod for the Sox. We're we're, we're looking forward to a bright future, especially this year. Um, we'll continue to bring out more pods, maybe even a pod tomorrow night. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at the Tipsy Tailgate. Uh, we post all of our Speaking Socks content there. Um, follow us and rate us five stars if you like on Spotify. And check out our other videos. We really appreciate it. And um, unless you guys have anything else to say, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode four. Go Socks. Thank you, fellas. Let's do it.